Welcome to Alpha Coding Podcast, an all-access pass to medical coding and billing pro tips that help you start your week off smarter. And now, here is your host, Tony L. Holmes. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Alpha Coding Podcast series. I'm your host, Tony L. Holmes. Welcome to episode 58 of the podcast. Today is February 8th. And I hope everyone is doing well, staying safe. And I'm super excited for today's episode because I'm going to be talking about a life skill that everybody can benefit from, and that's effectively managing up. So I'm going to give you some great pro tips as this has been a really integral part of my success. So before we dive into our topic, it's time for your Monday dose of positivity, the Mindset Monday tip, and it's brought to you by Contempo Coding, which is an on-demand educational resource provider created for coders by coders. They specialize in affordable coding certification prep courses to help you accelerate in your career. Right now, they're offering an exclusive special to Alpha Coding Podcast listeners, and that's $125 off the Certified Risk Adjustment Coding Prep course when you order through our affiliate website. Visit our website, alphacodingexperts.com, and head over to the Deals and Discounts tab for a link to to take advantage of this absolute steal of a deal. So our Mindset Monday tip is all about the power of hustle. So the quote I want to share with you says, no rich parents, no assistance, no handouts, no favors, just straight hustle all day, every day. And I love this quote. I actually have this quote hung up in my office because it serves as an important reminder to us all. Nobody that is successful got there overnight or because they were handed that success. Success requires hustle. It requires hard work and people come to me all the time and they say, I want to be you. I wish I could have all the things that you have. And I always react the same in that I want to make sure that people don't have a false impression that my life has always been this way and my life is perfect because it's not. And I've had to work extremely hard to get to this place where I'm at now. And I think in the age of social media, we see people's highlight reels and we do this comparison game of why don't I have this? Why don't I have that? Oh, it must have been so easy for them. It doesn't matter who you are. There are no shortcuts or express passes to success. Everybody has to hustle. Everybody has to put in the hard work. So keep showing up and hustling every single day. So today we're going to cover my top 10 pro tips for effectively managing up. This is a life skill that everybody needs to know how to do. So I get a lot of questions about my journey to entrepreneurship, and I'm definitely going to be talking about that. I'm going to be covering it on some upcoming episodes. I'm also going to be joining my good friend, Victoria Mole over at Contempo Coding. Go subscribe to her YouTube channel. Her content is fire. But today I want to focus on a foundational block that is really important as you're elevating and growing in your career. And these strategies will be applicable whether you want to be a team member or if you want to advance in management and leadership. Everybody has different goals, but these strategies are going to be helpful to you regardless of what your goals are. So one of the skills that I learned was very important early on in my career was managing upwards. So this is the process of cultivating a good working relationship with your boss because this is in your best interest. It makes your life much easier and it's only going to encourage your growth. 
So I'm going to share some great pro tips with you on how to manage upwards. And this brings me to my pro tip number one, recognize that we are all human. So your boss has a lot of influence on your life at work. And it's important that you recognize your boss is a human just like you. Nobody's perfect. We all have bad days. It's important that you practice empathy, not just with your boss, but with everyone, but specifically with your boss, because I think sometimes people put their boss on a pedestal. They're a person just like you and they have feelings and they have emotions. So you do have to recognize that if your manager's having a bad day, you have to be empathetic with them. Also, I think it's important to note that management is tough. Most managers do not get formal training on how to be a manager. They just kind of get thrown into the fire and they don't always get a lot of direction. But management is very challenging because you are responsible for your team and you also are responsible for reporting to your boss as a manager or depending on how your company is structured, if they're a supervisor, a middle manager, a director, and so on and so forth, they are also reporting to their boss. So everybody has competing interests, everybody has career goals, everybody has objectives. So just being mindful that management as a job, although it may seem glamorous, is no walk in the park. Pro tip number two, recognize that each level of management has its own set of challenges. So again, everybody's in a different position, a different season in their career. Everybody's companies are structured differently. The important thing here is to recognize that if your boss is a supervisor or a team lead or a middle manager, then their pressures are going to be different than if your boss is a director or service line director or if you report directly to the CEO. So everybody has a different set of challenges. Likely the team lead or the team supervisor is going to be responsible for monitoring productivity and will be responsible for overseeing the day-to-day. And then the middle manager, the directors are going to be looking at the bigger picture. So just keep this in mind, especially if you have people that have transitioned from being on a team to being in lower level management or middle management, as they're moving up the corporate ladder, they're going to have new challenges. So being mindful of these types of dynamics can be very enlightening. Pro tip number three, toxic leadership breeds toxic managers. So if your boss is currently dealing with a toxic leadership team, meaning their boss is toxic or has really bad management style, then they're likely going to develop some of those bad habits. Or if they've experienced this type of toxic behavior in previous roles or at previous employers, again, they're likely to have developed some of those bad habits. And what do I mean by toxic managers? So if you have somebody that's breathing down your neck, wanting to micromanage everything that you're doing, that's toxic management. That's not effective management. It doesn't help anybody. And managers have to be able to trust that their team is going to get the job done. Management is not babysitting. Although a lot of people think that it is babysitting, it's actually helping other people grow and advance in their career while balancing productivity and efficiency 
and focusing on the larger strategic goals of the organization. So if you're in a situation where you feel like you have a toxic manager or if your manager is dealing with a toxic leadership team, that's probably a good time to evaluate other employment opportunities. Those types of behaviors and management styles are not going to be corrected with a week-long course that your HR manager is going to send your manager on to help improve their manager's skills. So moral of the story, toxicity breeds toxicity, and you do not have to subject yourself to that. There are plenty of good managers out there that want to see you grow, that want to see you succeed, and make it their mission to help you get there. That's what good, effective managers do. They encourage your growth. They don't try to put you in a box. Pro tip number four, identify your manager's goals. So you need to do some investigating and make it your business to study your manager's goals and desired outcomes. If you're having regular team meetings where your manager is talking about what their goals and objectives are for the quarter, make sure that you're taking notes and pay attention to the details. Have a private discussion with them and ask them these targeted questions. What are your goals for the next three to six months? How can I help you get there? How can I be a valuable member on this team? What can I do extra to provide more support? Be that go-to person because that's going to pay dividends in terms of your credibility and it's only going to benefit you in the long run. Pro tip number five, study your manager's personality and habits. Are they a type A person? Do they like to know everything? Are they a type B person? When are they most responsive? Are they a morning person? Are they an afternoon person? When do you feel like you get the most engagement with your boss? This is in your best interest. Get to know your boss's strengths. Get to know your boss's weaknesses. Some bosses are really bad at delegating. They have no idea what to take off their plate. And sometimes they need an eager employee to come and offer support and help. You're not going to look like you have nothing to do. You're going to stand out as the person that's going the extra mile. Do they like to talk on the phone? Do they like email? Do they like texting? Do they like Zoom calls? Figure out what their preference is and then cater to their preferences. If your boss is asking you the same questions over and over and over, then that's your cue to get ahead of those questions and address those things right out of the gate before your boss even has an opportunity to ask you about those things that you know they're going to ask you about. That's going to go a long way with your boss because you're anticipating their needs. Pro tip number six, avoid blindsiding your boss at all costs. Probably one of the worst things you could do is blindside your boss. If you missed a deadline, if you have an angry physician, if you made a mistake, if you totally bombed coding a surgery, whatever you do, get ahead of it. Meet with your boss so that they don't get blindsided. As somebody that's worked in management for a long time, and now I own several businesses, the last thing I want is to be blindsided when my employees, my team members could have given me a heads up. And I always tell my team, there's very few things that I can't fix, but if I don't know about it, then I can't fix it. So avoid blindsiding your boss at all costs. Pro tip number seven, learn how to avoid the last minute emergencies from your boss. 
So meet deadlines before they're due. If you know that your boss has an important meeting or an important deadline, make sure that you're touching base with them several days before that deadline. Keep the lines of communication open. If they look stressed, ask if you can help. And don't wait until the end of the day to touch base with your boss. And your touch points with your boss throughout the day or throughout the week are going to be different for everybody. Pro tip number eight, educate your boss about how to leverage your talents in the best capacity. So similar to you getting to know your boss, you need to let your boss know about you, what you're really good at. Where do you see yourself in the next year, three years, five years? What are your big goals and aspirations? What are your hidden talents? How can you add value to your team, be a good team? player and be the first in line for any promotion opportunities. This is going to be an important ongoing dialogue that you have to have with your boss to educate them on how to leverage your strengths and your talents. It's on you to advocate for yourself. Pro tip number nine, respect your boss's time. Don't monopolize your boss's time. Think about how many people report to them and then think about how many times you contact them or you have a meeting with them or you send them an email and then take that number and multiply it by however many people are in your department and that's how many people they have to interact with on a daily basis. It's a lot for anybody. So just keep that in mind. Show up to the meeting on time, have an agenda prepared, have a list of questions prepared, take notes, lead discussions, show that you're ahead of the game. This is going to pay dividends in your career in the long haul. Pro tip number 10, when you succeed, your boss succeeds. It's in your best interest and in your boss's best interest for you to be successful. It makes your boss look good when you succeed. So recognizing this alignment is really important. And if this alignment does not exist, it's probably a good time for you to look for other opportunities. Effective management is all about duplicating success in other people. It's not about hoarding information. It's not about putting people in boxes. It's not about controlling people's lives. And this all goes back to the importance of knowing how to effectively manage up because this is beneficial to not only you, but to your boss. This is a life skill that everybody needs to understand how to do. So grab a pen and paper to summarize my top 10 pro tips for effectively managing up. Number one, recognize that we are all human. Number two, recognize each level of management has its own set of challenges. Number three, toxic leadership breeds toxic managers. Number four, identify your manager's goals. Number five, study your manager's personality and habits. Number six, avoid blindsiding your boss at all costs. Number seven, learn how to avoid the last minute emergencies from your boss. Number eight, educate your boss about how to leverage your talents in the best capacity. Number nine, respect your manager's time. Number 10, when you succeed, your boss succeeds. So it's time for this week's coding pro tip, and it's brought to you by Project Resume. When is the last time you had your resume updated? Your resume is literally your entry ticket to that next great opportunity 
community project resume will design a customized ATS-friendly resume to demonstrate your unique skills and experience. And even better, it's written by coders for coders. Make that investment in yourself today and visit projectresume.net and mention my code ALPHACODING for special pricing. If you have a coding-related question and would like it to be featured in one of our coding pro tips, please reach out to me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube. So this week's coding pro tip comes to us from Nevada. Hi, Tony. I love your show. Thanks for being such a breath of fresh air on the airwaves. I work in a busy orthopedic practice and I recently discovered we have some issues with our physician credentialing and it's been impacting our new versus established patient coding. Our rehab and sports medicine doctors are all credentialed as orthopedic doctors only. What should we do to resolve this issue? Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for all of your support and kind words. Credentialing can have systemic effects on an organization. And I talk about this a lot, but it's crazy to me how many times a physician's credentialing is inaccurate. So first things first, you definitely want to get the doctor's credentialing corrected ASAP. You want to make sure that they have the appropriate specialty taxonomy code attached to their NPI. So that is going to be a bit of a cleanup process to make sure that these physicians' credentialing is set up correctly and it is updated with all of the payers. And then, of course, next is going to be identifying what the damage is in terms of reimbursements and if you need to self-report any identified errors. So you want to go back and figure out how many claims have been affected by this and what the difference would be in terms of new versus established reimbursement. And then if you are a participating provider with Medicare or Medicaid, you're actually required to legally self-report any identified errors within 60 days of identifying that it is an error. So you want to get ahead of this as quickly as possible. Please remember to hit that subscribe button now so you never miss another episode. Also, be sure to drop us a rating and review on iTunes. We really appreciate your support. So this concludes today's episode. Until next week, thank you for listening to the Alpha Coding Podcast. We'll see you next Monday. For more information about medical coding and billing pro tips, including how to hire Alpha Coding experts, follow us on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, or visit our website at www.alphacodingexperts.com.